Hello, everybody, and welcome to RPG Cast 536 for the week of March 21st, 2020. Can I go I, outside yet? I am your most excellent. I want to go outside. Anna Marie Privateer, and I'm stuck inside with Chris and ah! help. We we are not quarantined, but um, ah! because I'm medically fragile, we are certainly staying in place and minimizing our exposure to the outside world. Bless our friends who brought us fish from Costco. <laughs> Shout out to the Boyds. So I am also stuck in the house with Kelly. Um, not in the same house, but spiritually stuck because I think I'm getting on my husband's nerves now too. <laughs> Alex, are you stuck at home? Yeah, well. I mean, all the pubs stuck. are closed, so where are you going to go? Well, I never has a pub anyway. <laughs> And Peter's stuck at home with his baby. Oh, sorry. I uh, thought we were still playing Animal Crossing. Yep, I am. I am stuck at home uh, today. We've got a little guy joining us, huh? And uh, at least just for a little bit. But yep. For for a second there, I thought that was your kid, <laughs> not you. No. Anim- nope. Animal Crossing speaking. I was I was attempting an Animal Crossing. I'm I do Kappa better, um, or Captain rather better than uh, the others because I I love the little boat song from the original Animal Crossing. There's a boat song. The original. Yeah, there's a boat song. I thought the oh, boat there's... song is from the 3DS one. He sings a little sea shanty every time you go to and from the... the GBA island. Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's GB. In the original game, if you hooked that, up... you could do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yes. that was a, just a callback to that. I didn't know that. They really have just um, been remaking the same freaking game for like twenty years. <laughs> Only better. Okay. Yes, better every time. Okay. All right. All so right. raise your hand if you've been playing Animal Crossing because you guys are going to talk it's about audio it podcast. first. It's an audio podcast. Raise. It's an audio podcast, Anna. <laughs> All right. So That's Peter great. and Kelly <laughs> and Chris, tell us about your your islands what what did you name them what fruit did you start with what animals did you start with go i named my island kitty as i name every place in every game i ever play i i don't remember their names but i have an anteater and a koala and my fruit is pears how about you peter uh yeah my island has been named helena for since the dawn of time. I don't know why that name in particular, but uh, yeah, it's what it's always been. Uh, my starting fruit was peaches, and I had uh, Antonio the anteater and uh, Renee the rhinoceros. I think that's the anteater I have. I, my name's Chris. Um... My island has started with uh, Pan, Pan Pamchina the goat and Boots the alligator, which is a terrible name. Um, Speaking of terrible names. Um, and uh, my fruit is cherries. What'd you name your and island? I don't want to say. <laughs> Chris named his island COVID-2020. No, COVID-2000. Oh, that's it's it. It's more bad. futuristic than COVID-19. Right. <laughs> 
Like, Chris, on the one hand, you're a horrible person, but on the other hand, man, the screenshots you've been posting have been so on the nose. Welcome to another day, beautiful day of COVID-2000 living. <laughs> Blathers, That's amazing. Blathers has come to my island to study COVID-2000. <laughs> just, I should have gone all out and just called it COVID-19, but I wanted something to be like, oh yeah, this is when I played the COVID... This is when I played during the COVID 2020 crisis. Then yeah, I, was I made a say, typo and I didn't call it 2020. And I'm like, that's okay. It just sounds more futuristic now. COVID 2000. <laughs> it's an upgraded model. I was going to say, if you, uh, if you ever wanted to change your island name, it, it, you'd have to delete it. So now you're stuck with it. Stuck. And it's like real dumb. So I feel like that's even more appropriate. So I'm punished every time I have to explain the joke to someone. Please tell me about the insect blathers. Go ahead. I mean, it's dumb, but it's... I mean, it's wrong, but it's also funny. I have a problem because... I just don't know... I just feel ashamed of myself. Hello! Hello? Sam, you have to join in the pile-on. Chris named his island in Animal Crossing COVID-2000. It's better than COVID-19. You're a horrific person. Blathers came to my island to study COVID-2000. <laughs> I yeah. saw. We, we've been establishing that Chris is a horrible person. A funny person, but a horrible person. <laughs> just just enjoying this, this tragedy of quarantine by, you know, sending us all to a remote island where eventually we'll all just fucking kill each this other. Is, Good this job, is, this is the This COVID is the quarantine. Kill us all. The COVID island. That's where we're all quarantined to. <laughs> that's why we're being studied by an owl this is why there's so, so much COVID on the sun coast isn't it I was gonna say so you've basically created battle royale good job Chris I, do you know this game starts I swear it's like it's got the plane flying over an island I'm like oh my god we're all gonna drop on here and murder each other aren't we <laughs> but no that would have been the best Animal Crossing, but that's not what we did. No, Chris. That would not have been the best Animal it Crossing. It would totally have been the best Animal Crossing. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, uh, the person who jumped on with us is uh, Sam Walker. Hey, Sam! Normally Hello, we only human. see you for, like, uh, Game of the Year shows. But since you're well, quarantined and can't go to work, you're home today! I know, right? My, uh, all the libraries are Saturday. Closed. Yep. Do you know last week we, seven of nine library was closed in Madison? As well, a, I was only seven of nine. It was seven li- seven libraries out of nine were closed. And I'm like, oh, seven of nine library? That's that's pretty awesome. No, no, this has she nothing to do one. with Jerry Ryan. Oh. And- no, but, and the, they sent another email an hour later saying, no, actually, they're all closed. <laughs> this yeah. is when they were all getting that sorted out. <laughs> <laughs> joys of going to work on monday and working one to nine and being like what are we gonna do with ourselves and so we decided to launch paper helicopters off the top floor we made paper bag george clooney and then decided that we're gonna have a puppet show so the next morning we go in and the boss is like yeah you guys are officially discharged with pay please please go away (laughs) please go away (laughs) was your was your puppet show not oceans 11 
Well, this is it. My my partner librarian and I, we were going stir crazy. So we were like, all right, what kind of paper bag friends should we make? Should we get to the extreme levels, right? So we came up with Cthulhu, John Luke Picard, and George Clooney. Those are, George Clooney has selection. to be ER George Clooney because yes. I don't accept other George Clooney's. Um, I also have a coworker who's madly in love with George Clooney, so I was partially going to make it for her and then put it on her desk later. Uh, John Luke Picard's because we need someone to you know be able to deal with alien life forms, and Cthulhu just because we actually found a design for paper bag Cthulhu. We were so excited. <laughs> so that that was going to be our quarantine. Had we had to still go to work and be trapped inside the library. Thank goodness that's not the case. <laughs> See, both Anna and I are jealous of people that get to goof off at work because we work from home anyway, so it's like we don't get these snow days. Nope. <laughs> you said, I mean, at first we were like, I guess we can catch up on work. And then we all realized if we caught up on work, we'd come back and be like, man, we got nothing to do. <laughs> so we were just like, let's do stupid stuff. So when we pitched that to my boss, my boss was like, I love you guys now. Just to know. So I've been sending her messages every day of, come on, if I do this puppet show for you. And she was like, no, Sam, you can't do a puppet show. And I was like, come on, it'd be great. She's been leaving me messages, however, of she's having like astral plane meetings with everybody because she doesn't know what the hell to do with herself. She was like, I dreamt that you built a box for it around me and then locked me in the box for it. And I was like, yeah, that sounds on brand for me. She's like, when we get back to work, can we build a box for it? And I was like, yes, manager lady, can build a box for it. She's like, also in my dreams, we got summer reading club done already. And I was like, oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> so, yeah, quarantine has, like, really messed with my coworkers and I. Uh, uh -huh. But I'm at least just playing a lot of video games. And it gives me an opportunity to be here with you guys. Sam, I'm once, having which... problems. Yay. I can't get myself to play lots of video games. No. No, I don't know why. Okay, Chris, the, the other thing that I do when I don't know what to play is that I go back to something that I really enjoyed in the past. Yeah, yeah, you've had me do that in the past, and that's good, but that's not getting me to play all the other games I have an opportunity well, to play now. Well, I mean, g going back in the past to play something you enjoy kind of reminds you of why you love video games, and it motivates you to find something new to play. It's true. I mean, I still have a playthrough of Speak Odin 2 that I kind of slowly pick out when I'm like, I want to play something, but I don't know what I want to play. And it makes me so happy because then I sit there and go, oh, Speak Odin 2, you're still great. I love you. Mm-hmm. All right. So I get so, it. Are you, playing... are you on the Animal Crossing yeah. train? Good question. Oh, God, Kelly. yeah. I am on the Animal Crossing train. What's your train. island name? Booker. Bo <laughs> Booker. And you guys make fun of me. <laughs> yep. It's but another Brent, fun day of booger living. You picked something horrific. I just picked the crap that comes out of your nose. <laughs> so does mine. Uh, actually, runny nose is not a symptom of COVID. It's oh, not a symptom. Shoot. Well, I'm an ignorant now, American. What do you expect? If you had named it like seasonal allergies, I guess. My president guess. spends more time making fun of reporters than giving them information. We yes. we have a crisis in our country because the Journalism prime minister's spent. hot wife is sick. Oh no! Look, prime he forgot his Prince coat. Eric, you know, Prime Minister Prince Eric, he is trying his damnedest right now to make sure Sophie is okay, but also make sure our country doesn't, you know, shrivel up and die. My favorite part is we actually watched the press conference where he announced like the border closings and some of the 
um, shelter in place uh, encouragements that were going on. And yeah, in the middle of the press conference, he leaves, goes inside the house, gets his coat and comes back out. And Chris is like, he put on a coat. I'm like, yes, unlike your leaders, when we're cold, we put on a coat. (laughs) It's like, no shit, man. Coats are important. (laughs) This is why, again, I have I have some most respect for Trudeau because at least for what it's worth, like he's actually providing information and not scaring the friggin' public. All right, we should get back to our games. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry about yeah. video games. That's more important. Sam, do you have Animal Crossing? If so, she said yes. Yes. All right. Yes. So your island's name is Boogers. Boogers. All right. What, what animals did you start with, and what's your fruit? I got Jitter, the uh, duck. And he's like, oh, like I want to pump up some iron, but I don't know how to do that yet. Also, work out with me. And I got Renee, who's uh, a rhinoceros. Oh, so I'm cute. Wo- She's I'm really cute. I'm wondering if everybody gets a jock-type personality, because my anteater guy is a jock-type personality and has been saying, here's some iron. I want to make free weights with it. I also yeah. find it really funny that I got the same anteater as you, Kelly, and I yeah. got the same uh, rhinoceros as you, Sam. Like, I'm the merge of your two villagers. That's yeah. Terrifying. I mean, I think there is a finite pool of animals that you can start with. When do I get it's, to scan in all these damn cards I have? Um, as soon as you unlock the reader computer in your headquarters. Oh, I don't Alright, I need to Just, build uh, shop, don't don't scan the bootleg one that I made because she'll probably eat all of your rodents. <laughs> just, just saying. If she doesn't murder you with her axe first. <laughs> your your Animal Crossing persona thing is very scary, Kelly. I just want you to know. Yeah, that was the intent. It's terrifying. Sam, it's, you it missed very... it last night. We, we had a Discord hangout and Chris and Kelly got into an argument about whether Animal Crossing girls have pants or not. Or skirts. And I actually Apparently we all found out they're all like Britney. No panties. (laughs) Well, no. Like, some of them wear pants and some of them don't, but it's like cartoon logic, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I can accept this. It's very Donald Duck. Yeah. Thank you, Anna. I mean... You're learning. That makes sense. The Winnie the Pooh in it. I I put a lot of research into making that card, Chris. (laughs) I know oh what God. I was it's doing. O- it's over, Kelly. It's over. We're not arguing anymore. It's over. <laughs> no. But she's right, done. and she's going to drive it home. <laughs> yes. Right. I, I'm loving I'm loving this new Animal Crossing so far. They've really, like, went out of their way to make it more accessible. Yeah. How? I what totally is different about that. this game? I also like that it just feels like there's actual goals to obtain what in are a way the goals? what are the goals what's different i'm asking these questions you're ignoring me what's going on what do you mean what's different what's new it's the same thing we do in every animal cro- oh i got a squid i caught a squid <laughs> instead of like having everything unlocked at once this time around it's like they're kind of slowly drip feeding the unlocking to give you more stuff to do over time they do that every time but I think this this one thus far is better paced. Right. And also, it really feels like you're going to be building a community instead of just moving into a community. And build, to me, when it comes to a game like this, building a community has far more of an impact. I have a, I have a wonderful quarantine community on my island. 
Also, the trees and the flowers blow in the wind, and it's beautiful. Oh, what's it's your really fruit, cute. Sam? What's your fruit? Apples. I got apples. Apples, apples. The best fruit. You know, I'm going to learn about apples today, to quote okay. Homer Simpson. I got <laughs> I got cherries. Do we all have to, like, add each other with a new friend code for this game? Yep. I think so. Yeah, there's an in-game code that you need to swap. I don't even know. Oh, I bet you it's over. Uh, I don't even know where to find I've that. I've never had to do that. I've had people jump into my islands just from being on my Switch friend list. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah, one of my friends now was you... having problems with it and ended up giving out her, like, island ooh, code. Ooh. Dodo Airlines. No, All right. Yeah, so the Dodo code is, like, a one-time code for when you go online and want it to be, like, so, like, say you were streaming oh. and you wanted a bunch of randoms to come on. You can oh. give them a dodo code as opposed to adding them to your uh, friends list. Um, but no, your friends list should work just fine. And then they have another functionality where it's a best friends uh, category. So if you mark somebody as a best friend, they'll be allowed to alter your island. Anybody else, um, they can't chop down your trees. They can't rip up your flowers. They can't dig holes. So... Okay, mental note, I need to take Vaughn off my best friends list because he loves to mess up my stuff. Uh, yep, that would do it. Although, isn't he on the same cart, or are you guys on different carts? No, we're on different carts. Oh, okay. But... They're not animals, Peter. Come on. I, well. I, my wife I and hand, I are, so. I remember handing Vaughn my 3DS to show him how nice my home was, and he proceeded to pick up every single piece of furniture and put it in my pocket. <laughs> and had my 3DS back to me and I was like you jerk I can't believe you did that and then he's cackling the whole time and I'm like I am never handing you an unsupervised 3DS again <laughs> I'm very grateful my spouse is not interested in Animal Crossing All right, I need to find the right letterhead to represent COVID-2000 mm. oh god <laughs> I, need, also... I need something very clinical and lab like don't I like, we yeah, regret to yeah. inform you. <laughs> I was just getting ready to tell that story, Vaughn. He's also reached over when I've had a Pokemon evolving and hit B. Ah! <laughs> Vaughn, you're my hero. Glad somebody is, because he's a jerk to me. Oh, but I love him. It's not usually how spouses work. I know. No, he just loves to troll. It's like, I love you, but I also like to do this. While you're doing mm -hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pain I actually understand. I yep. spent most of yesterday when I finally decided I wanted to do stuff. I yelled at Scott while he was playing Doom Eternal. I'm like, why is the music so lame? Why is it this? Da -da -da -da. And he's just like, shut up, woman. I'm Wait, like, I thought why? the I thought people liked Doom's actually, music. Like, I, I actually do, but I was just trying to drive oh, him nuts. Good. Uh. I basically sat right next to him and I was like, what's that? What does that do? What's this? And he's just like, please go away. Sam. I can't send <laughs> mail to any of my friends here. Why not? Um, so the way that the mail system works is you have to have played with them at least once to be able to send them a mail. But uh, unlike the older games, um, before you had to be on their island to send them a piece of mail. Yeah. Now you don't have to. It'll actually travel online. So you can be Animal but Crossing pen pals. I don't. Yay. So I still have to arrange a play to... date before I can send my friends stuff? At least one, yes. Chris, I'll just send you messages that say poop, poo, I'm or just gonna send. I'm just going to send people note cards that say you're infected. 
Sí. <laughs> That's a bad plan, but okay. See, I think tonight at on Discord we ought to have like an Animal Crossing play date. I'm uh, I'm down yes. with that. Let's do this. <laughs> Since we're not doing anything tonight anyway, because let's, you know, let's spread quarantine. Let's spread the virus. The, the um, joys of quarantine. I generally uh, just leave my gates open though, so if you ever see me on, chances are my I've gates are open. I've heard that about open. you, Peter. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm down to have any villagers enter my gates. <laughs> You slut. I know. I also have, um, although they're all gone at the moment, you have to wait a couple more days, but I have peaches, cherries, and pears. Ooh. Um, So I need, uh, Sam, I need your apples. That is the thing we can work on, Peter. Give me a bite of that apple, please. Can I I, I sample your nectarine? Thank you. JK. JK, JK. This is our interaction. I know. (laughs) I was just thinking that. I was like, maybe I shouldn't have opened up with that. This is the first time I'm actually talking to Sam, and it's like, oh no. "Hmm." No, this is definitely the way to introduce yourself to Sam. Oh, okay, good. We're in good (laughs) shape. Well, you know, if somebody wants over to pop over to my island and give me some cherries, I'm all down for popping some cherries. So, all right. It. <laughs> We're moving on to the next game. Alex, Alex, <laughs> please save us from the insanity. You can finally talk about the embargo. This one's game getting an playing. explicit tag. <laughs> well, Sam did what drop a couple F bombs too, in? so definitely know. getting explicit. I'm here. F bombs exist. <laughs> we don't do PG thirteen when I'm around. You know that, right? Yes. I know that. Chris, I just Chris, Chris forgets. Better. Chris forgets. I'm sorry, Alex. I wish I could forget. I can never forget. Is that's the real problem? (laughs) And it's funny because when Sam's drawn up, it's like, okay, filters off. I can be me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm sorry. We're we're cutting off poor Alex. Alex, Uh, you've been playing Persona Five Royal. I was gonna say, do you want me to talk or Peter to talk first, and then me to build up on that? Wait. Peter has it too. No, he has. He's he's playing Persona Five. Oh, why? Uh, I had started it a while ago. Right, you Don't you remember he was playing Persona yeah, yeah. 5 on the PS4 and then P3P? Right. Yes. And he's like, well, I have it now. All right, fine. All right, yes. No, Alex first, because I want to hear all about Royal. <laughs> Ten days to go. Feed it into my veins. I'm very uh, yeah, Persona 5, but more. <laughs> Thank you, Alex, so much. That is not a ringing endorsement. Done. Persona 5, <laughs> but more. We Does fixed they all fix the bad things. About the yes. Existing. Have you not yeah, there any? There's quite a lot of like small improvements that sort of add up quite well. So it is a better version of Persona, and there's more of it, but it's still at its heart, it is still Persona Five. There's nothing mind blowing about it, at least so far. The, the post story stuff m- might be a lot more, but I haven't got there yet, so I can't talk about that. So if you played this game two years ago when it came out, you kind of have no reason to really go back to it? It depends how open you are to replaying it. I'm very open to replaying it, and all the new stuff makes a replay a lot more interesting. Is Mementos better? Yes, that's what I've heard. I'm asking Alex. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm trying. I was fine with it originally, so I can't. Really yeah, I was going to say, what's your definition of better? Like, what are you looking for? It's very samey and really boring, boring and repetitive in the original because 
So, Alex, is it those well, things still? I mean, it's kind of like that still anyway. There's just there's a few little bits to it, but Isn't it's there still new there. music tracks now? There's, there's a few the, more than the, one. The main one's the new battle theme, which right. still gets repeated. I think it actually works better than the previous one because the repetitions are less. Yeah, but the previous jarring. one never saw it coming. I I don't know <laughs> about not having never seen it coming as a battle theme because that seems like this game like not yeah, having that this... feels wrong. No, I don't know. I, I like the new one, which is called Takeover. I really like it, and it works. It works better repeating, so you not you don't get tired of it, which can happen if you never see it coming. So, does Morgana cool, still yell at you to go to F to bed? Very rarely now. Usually, you can watch TV on, with on, Morgana on, now. Well, you could do it before, can you? Oh, I don't know. Mm, no, I think that's new. Uh, you could play video games, and you could watch movies. There, there were, yeah, it's renting DVDs. Right. I don't think there's any TV stuff. All right, cool. Uh, and yeah, like the DVD stuff, you don't really need to do. You only maybe need to do it once just to raise up stuff. But there are some. It's a bit easier to raise up attributes and royal as well. It gives you some more chances to do it. So, like I said, those bits where he used to say go to bed, you can now do the stuff inside the cafe. Oh, that's so you nice. Can, you can do things like reading or making stuff when you couldn't before. You can't. You still can't go out and do confidence or anything like that, but you can do the cafe stuff, which helps. Oh, cool. Can you make coffee? Yeah, we can make coffee. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, so far there's no notable changes to the plot. I mean, it's got the same structure from 3, 4, and 5, so that's all going to be familiar to you. You do get to see the new, two new characters fairly early on. Um, Kasumi comes in almost right from the start. She yeah, there's got to be a lot of new and, story about that, no? Uh, not so far. I think that's all back, I think that's all backloaded. Have you had you any of get... them join your party? No, that's definitely... Kasumi's definitely backloaded into okay. that one. Yeah, and yeah, the count the counselor Maruki he appears basically after you've done the first first palace because that sort of makes sense that he'd actually appear after that. Happens. Oh right, right, he's right, like right. A grief counselor or something. Yeah, he's he's the counselor for this. Oh, he's a counselor. Yeah. But yeah, they so far they've been sort of occasionally popping up in extra scenes here and there. They sort of seem to be building up to. A different story thread that's sort of unrelated to the previous ones, although slightly connected because it's about the metaverse and stuff like that. But still, so there's a bit more that's come in in sort of the October period where that's starting to actually build up a bit now. And what's that for? Cool. Yeah. Nice. So, so first noting, you don't have any saved transfer, so you can't carry over progress, which makes sense given. The additional stuff comes in and sort of changes the how you might structure your time with it, but you do get sort of an extra bit of money and a bit of and a few extra items which are useful at the start. Yeah, all the actually all the confidence events are the same as well. So apart apart from the two new ones and the change to Akechi's confident which is actually now a regular confident it doesn't go up automatically in the story like it did previously oh that's oh. an interesting change 
And I think actually getting that to a certain point is important for unlocking the new story content. Oh. I believe. But I think it's quite easy to actually get it far enough to do that. You've got plenty of time to do it in at least. I'm glad you're enjoying it, Alex. But it also sounds like it's a game that I don't need to go back to. Because if it still has the three bullshit dungeons at the end that don't need to be there... Then I'm good. Because that's it. My biggest beef, my biggest beef with Persona 5 is it is unnecessarily long. Yeah. With a bunch of dungeons at the end that just don't (laughs) add anything to the story. So it's like, here's 20 extra hours of gameplay. And you're just like, I am so fucking bored. My God. This one adds a whole new semester, Sam. So probably not what you want. (laughs) Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If you hated those dungeons that much and probably not worth it but well, that's it. I, I was fine with them so it, yeah. it's what i want but i want it portably i want to be able to just lay in bed and play this and not have to play it on my tv so Wait, are you asking switch? you can do that switch yes i am asking for switch remote oh, yeah. play yeah. is Pizza. not great yeah the vita will let you stream it yeah, but that, that's a pain. I, I want to switch port. Also, who's got a Vita anymore? They all disappeared in the I crisis. We have a Vita. Yeah, I have they're one. All, I, they're all gone. I have three. I have two Vitas. <laughs> oh. I have three. One for each room. <laughs> no, no. What, one, I remember that period. One's for the US and one I break. I remember <laughs> when you bought all of them. You were like, so I'm at Vita number three. <laughs> like alex what are you doing (laughs) i have a legitimate vita and an illegitimate vita i have a legitimate vita and a legitimate uh playstation tv you're so one of your vitas was born that's just crazy now you know what yay for people who are excited for persona 5 (laughs) i'm excited again what like i'm asking legitimately who actually wants to do the spaceport dungeon over again? Because that is the dungeon's probably different. Again, it, it was all right. Designed dungeon of that game. It was all right. I you like the game, and I do agree with Sam. That dungeon was pretty <laughs> bad. Yeah, there are some slight variations to the dungeons now because you get the new sort of grappling hook, but it's yeah. they're fairly um, minor additions. So you can it sort of lets you skip a couple of smaller things and just, just let you get an extra few treasure chests there's also okay. yeah there's also a couple of extra treasures where they sort of moved one of the i think sub bosses into being in front of one of those optional treasures now yeah i know so many people that bailed on persona 5 once they got to the spaceport dungeon, the and I, don't, dungeon, I, dungeon. I don't fault people for that because i didn't to me, like I look- the mouse dungeon the mouse one's very bad as well i love the the cuteness of becoming mice though yes but I the dungeon itself was fine was you terrible were, i liked talking to people to open things but like the dungeon itself was kind of uninteresting it was but too long it should have been more more leonardo so dicaprio on that one given given it was a boat okay i haven't got to, i haven't got to that dungeon yet for what it's worth like i i think back to persona three and four and i will take the dungeons in those games over the ones in five, despite the fact that I love like the thematic elements of the dungeons in five. <laughs> it's like, I'll go back to Tartarus. I'm fine with that. I am fine with randomized tower running 
than having to do like spaceport again. <laughs> I realize I'm in the minority. <laughs> but it's yeah. one of those like I'm probably gonna just watch the footage of all the new stuff. There you go. Because I am curious about it. I just don't have the patience to play like 90 hours of Persona 5 again. <laughs> That's why I'm waiting for a Switch port. But Sam, what if you could play 120 hours of Persona 5 again? Uh? I would shoot myself and oh. hope that a Persona would appear. <laughs> yeah, my play clock's at 95 hours and I've still got about 40 hours left, I think. Oh my god. Oh god, yes. Given that's, part, that's, partly from, that's partly because I've left it running a few times when I was doing other stuff, so it's artificially high but it's still it's still very long again yeah. i'd rather at this point maybe put like 90 hours into the witcher 3 i'll do that instead that seems yeah. a better use of my time you could play through the quest point. 11 again but i'm happy for you alex yeah yeah i'm trying to point that up i think i started on and then we moved on to other stuff because of the catchy but yeah the confidence are still the same but you now get sort of a quick phone call afterwards so there's a bit extra to that and that gives you another option to just increase them slightly more and extra stuff all of the yeah all of the um class questions and that have been changed no we look them all up anyway what do you care well there's japanese guides available already okay good so yeah you're fine on that it's just new stuff there there's like the crossword puzzles are new as well and they're not all they're now not all coffee based, which they used to be. How am I supposed to cheat at school now? I don't remember. Well, they they still have the puzzles. online thing, right? Like where you could just look online and see what everybody else answered, and it's like 98% the right answer. I don't yeah. think they have that for the answers, but they do have the bit where you can see what everyone else did. For the day, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, it, do- it doesn't give you the answers, though. You've got to look up, but that's fine. I mean, it's not a huge deal anyway, because it's, as I said, it's quite easy to get all your stats up. Beforehand, I had knowledge up at five by about, it might have been August, but it was definitely by September. Have you eaten the Mega Burger yet? I did that a couple of times, but yeah, that's... That's what, That's courage? easy, it's, it's less of an... It, guts? It does everything if you complete it, and guts if you don't. Oh, oh. Not everything, but most things it gives a small bump for. But yeah, you, you, there's less stuff to do with extra stuff. There's a couple of new areas, so it's got the darts, a darts mini game as well, which is has a weird control system. Yeah, it's got like this um, oval that's like really tall but skinny, and you have to shoot the arrow in it. Yeah, yeah, it's got a moving dot within that oval, and you have to, and it uses the motion controls on the DualShock. To actually throw it. So, you're going to be in charge of that, yeah. Chris. But you don't really have to do the dot stuff. It's just there's a mini game. There's no. You can okay, use it to boost up some of your party members, but you don't need to. But isn't that the way so, to power up the new Baton Pass stuff? And that too, but it depends on what difficulty level you're playing at. Right. I mean, the the Pass on. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing on normal and the level one Baton Pass is definitely fine for beating everything up so it's there if you want to do it but you don't need to feel obliged to and might be stuff to do at the end once if you want to do all the confidence first yeah 
a couple of things. You also have the new Showtime joint attacks, which you unlock occasionally. I think if you get hit by a weakness, and then when you get up later, it occasionally unlocks a Showtime attack, which is sort of a special attack between with one and two, sorry, with two two of the party members. Joining up with a fancy animation, which is which is cool, and there's also new enemies that sort of glow, and you need to basically if you defeat them first, and they'll do damage to the other enemies around it. But that if you don't kill it in one blow, then they'll counterattack. Oh, is that that it's savage crafty. enemies? Uh, yeah, it's like disaster shadows is what they're called. Disaster shadows, okay. Yeah, they yeah, so, stole. They they like nipped the the savage enemies from Tokyo Mirage Sessions and put them in Persona Five Royal. I heard as well. Harder yeah. enemies that that stay equal to your level instead of the dungeon level. Don't recall them being so. There are sort of more powerful enemies that glow, but as far as I'm aware, I think they're just more powerful enemies rather than okay. Keeping up, I need to actually double check that. But yeah, I mean, it's Persona Five, but with adjustments and more stuff. Cool. And I think it three years. It actually almost perfectly fit for me in sort of terms of when it came because that was semi-itching to do a Persona Five replay anyway. So that fits well. If you play it like in the last year or so, then you probably want to wait anyway. But if you played it back at launch, then it might be a good opportunity. And if you haven't played it as well, it's also the best version. So, All right. Anything else you've been playing, Alex? Yeah, I started getting back into Motorsport Manager. Um, remind us what that is again. You, you manage Motorsport. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Football Manager for Motorsport. I mean, <laughs> Alex is spicy today. Outside of England, no one knows what the word motorsport That's, means. Motorsport manager is the one I've played, Anna, where you manage the two race cars and yes. buy the drivers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So Americans would know this is NASCAR. No. No. It's, it's more of an F1-y type thing. Whatever. Yeah. No one calls it motorsport here. Yeah, they do. Really? Yeah. It's motorsports. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're just showing your just anti- American sports sports personness. <laughs> Carry on then. I apologize. Oh, that's it though. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Peter, tell us about Persona Five. You <laughs> <laughs> already did. Um, so yeah, it's it's not really wasn't really meant for a like full on discussion. Okay. I just uh, I started it up and, again because I had um, stopped midway through. Um, and it was more just like, uh, I'm playing this again. And when the animal crossing hype after this week ends up, uh, dying down, that'll be what I'm going back to. Um, but yeah, my time has been hundred percent animal crossing, um, with that little dabble of, of trials of mana in there. Um, Actually, yeah, both you and Kelly played the trials of mana demo. Yep. Yes, we did. You guys want to talk about that? Sure. Um, it was fun. It's I'm getting a very PS2 vibe from it because of the colors and the action RPG-ness of it. Um, I played as the Valkyrie. I don't know who Peter played as. The Valkyrie. Oh, cool. We mind melded. 
Um, the voice acting is cheesy as hell. I don't know if you concur. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I right there with you. I, uh, yeah, I mean, it felt very uh, nostalgic because I did a long time ago downloaded a ROM hack with an English translation of the original for the SNES. So mm-hmm. playing through this, it was it felt really good to see all of it, you know, bumped up to today's gen. But the, you can always tell when they do something like that where it came from, and that's what it feels like. So, yes, it looks pretty. The music is beautiful. And you do have the choice of the original soundtrack, too. Um, you know, and everything everything about it is kind of up to date, but it still wears its old colors pretty prominently. Um I mean, at least that's the vibe I got. See, I did the remix soundtrack, and to me, the remix almost sounded just like the original. They're very similar. It, this yeah. is not like a Final Fantasy X HD remaster to, you know, original Switch. This is like, hey, we added like two extra instruments, and it's no longer coming out of a 16-bit chip, so. Okay. Yep. So it's not just me mishearing then. No, no, it's not. It's not a big improvement at all. Um, I yeah, you can. There's a few uh, instruments from the SNES chip that were really annoying. So the one from picking your characters had this annoying little chirpy screech instrument on the SNES. Um, yes, so I remember listen, that. Yeah, so when you listen to the remix one, it's far more muted and and much more bearable. Um, but yeah, that song, whatever that is, 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 was terrible. And, you know, a few situations like that where it got better, um, you know, you've got a lot, lot less restrictions in, uh, today's formats with not having to deal with a sound chip. And it's just like, uh, you know, you got DVD like quality or Blu-ray like quality, go for it. <laughs> so, um, oh. but yeah, I, I. I ended up uh, picking the Valkyrie as well. Uh, I think I used her last time uh, I played this game too. Um, she's just a lot of fun, but the combat uh, is actually quite nice. I I like not being limited to, you know, wait until your percentage is at a hundred percent before you attack. Otherwise, your attack is pretty much useless, uh, which is like a a big staple in the Mana series. Um, yeah, I, I agree. That is so nice to be able to just wail on things. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's it's you're just looking for a mindless button masher to play. And, you know, this kind of fits the bill. So uh, I like that. And the skills were integrated really nicely. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, it, you say mindless, but to me, there is a little bit of strategy to it because you do have combos, which I don't think was in the original game. Oh, yeah, sorry. I use it pretty loosely. Um, yeah, I just no. Mean there's not, like, I don't have to actually put in any kind of, like, um, uh, I guess, inputs, um, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and you can't, I mean, you can button mash if you want, because I, I got by doing that, doing it that way, too. I put the difficulty on beginner, by the way, just to, because um, with beginner, it lets you restart fights if you die which I'm all for because I don't have time to be going back to save points and stuff if I get my ass kicked. 
But uh, yeah, I was having so much fun with the combat, doing combos, and um, I sw- I switched control over to the mage and was having her do spells. Um, who, who did you pick for your partners? I picked. Uh, I think it's Kevin is the fighter guy. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, I don't remember his new name, but I think his old name was Navare. He was the thief. Oh, um, his new name is Hawk. I oh, think. Hawkeye. That's it. Yeah. 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 So I didn't I realize they changed his name. Yeah. So, I mean, again, this is, you know, fan translation. So somebody could have just literally typed in whatever they wanted. But I'm pretty sure his name on the fan trans that I played was uh, uh, Navare. Because I played the uh, official translation last year Mm. um, for JRPG July, and I'm pretty sure they had changed it to Hawkeye. Now I'm misremembering. So you didn't you didn't pick the cleric? No. At all? Nope. Um, be glad because in the official translation, they gave her an Elma Fudd voice and they brought that Elma Fudd voice back. And it's actually somebody doing the Elma Fudd voice and it's very annoying. That was exactly why I didn't pick her. I was like, I would rather die on the heat of battle or during the heat of battle than to ever listen to her go, Hewing! Yeah. Anything like that. No thanks. <laughs> I, need, I needed a healer. And she's a pretty good healer, I so healer. I, yeah, I need O'Hable. But I don't know. When Retail comes out, I might switch it up because I kind of want to play as Kevin again. That was who I played the fan translation with. Okay. And I, I really liked his story because um, he's um, – did you like, actually play through all three of the stories? Um, no, I think I got through two um okay. so, so yeah it, it ended up being uh hawkeyes and uh um the main girl what's her name oh. reese yeah something i can never remember the valkyrie's name yeah i think it's um, something like that because i kevin has an interesting story because he finds a baby wolf cub and his motivation is that the wolf cub ends up dead and he's going to go avenge it spoilers mm. it, it, it's this all happens at the yeah. beginning of the game chris um, the, the demo actually stops after the giant enemy crab boss and um, Luger, the Beastman guy, takes over uh, Wendell. You actually get to kill a, hit a giant enemy crab for massive damage? Yeah, it's what I yes. killed. Mm. And the interesting thing is, is I didn't know this going into Trials of Mana because I didn't play the old Super Nintendo version, is you can actually mm-hmm. break parts of bosses. Yeah. So, like, they're this giant enemy crab. I can't believe we're talking about this. Um, you, you can hit like it in the weak point for massive damage. Yeah, so you can, um, you can. It does like this Eat eye beam at you, and so you can actually poke out one of its eyes, and mm-hmm. then it comes and does like a big clap with its front claws, so you can break the front claws. And they translate that crab into a 3D model exceptionally well because one of my favorite things about the Super Nintendo game was how beautiful the sprite work was, especially on the bosses. And none of that is lost with the 3D model. Yeah, it's been a while since I've played the original one, but I I did like all of the changes visually. I think they... They did well with uh, keeping kind of that 
whimsical look from the mm-hmm. old 2D sprites um, while still, you know, giving us a, a 3D world to kind of march around in. Yeah, it, it is so colorful. Also, um, I like... thank you, Square Enix. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but oh, thank you, sorry. Square Enix, for giving us a fast run option. Yes. That is like the bane of my existence in any game that, that gets bumped up and has these huge worlds, and then you walk at like a snail's pace. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, oh, fast I'm running gonna... is key. I'm going to talk about that with my my main game that I played this week that isn't crossed over, but um, I also appreciate that they kind of give you a reason to look around and explore with all the shiny spots on the ground that have items yes. and money. Yeah. Yep. So I'm um, guessing that the demo that I played at PAX last year is pretty much identical, is, is one of the character stories that is available in the public demo. Yeah. You, oh, you can start play as all six characters. Yeah, they give you. It's supposed to be able to carry on into the original game when when it launches. So, all six are available, and you can start. It's pretty much it. It's the premise between um, all the three that you pick, and then you know them coming together. I'm guessing for the boss. Right. Yeah. So, as yep. someone who doesn't know a lot about Trials of Mana, I'm going to describe what I played, and you guys can put names to it. I started okay. out in a town that was full of beastmen, and they wouldn't let me leave. Yeah, that's Kevin. Okay. Kevin. And I busted out of the beast town by putting someone to sleep or waiting until they were asleep. I forget. And then I snuck out of town. And then I wandered around, and I was like, there are shinies freaking everywhere. And I, yep. I was like, yeah, shinies, all the shinies. And then I got to the entrance of a cave, and there was a girl there and was like, yo, I'm going to join you. Yep. That's Valkyrie. For me, it was mage. Um, so when I went into the cave, it's like, hey, we're going to fill out the rest of your party for the demo, which yep. I assume, I don't know if that happens to you guys or not. The That happens in the Super Nintendo game, too, almost exactly. Oh, okay. And then I fought the giant enemy crab. Yep. And then it was like, thanks for playing. Yep. Okay. And that's a really good spot to end it, too, because that's pretty much when everything kind of comes together and then the story kicks off anyway. Cool. And I like it when a demo kind of stops at a reasonable point that makes you wanting more and then carries over your save. I think what I need to do is play Collection of Mana next. Yeah, you have that's it? on my list as I well. I do, yeah. I picked it up before Christmas because it went on sale for like sixteen ninety nine. Oh, good. For like yeah. half a second on Amazon before it shot back up. Yeah, Collection of Mana was really good, uh, even at full price. Chris. <laughs> no. And, well, and I haven't played Final Fantasy Adventure. I haven't played Trials of Mana, and I have never beaten Secret of Mana. So, so you're yeah. going to play Trials 2D first? Yeah. Doesn't that make sense? No, you're going to play the same game. Well, no, because I'll play a different version? character. Okay. Yeah, it's it is kind of to the story. Um, their story plays out differently, and I'm curious to see to see how the protagonist or the antagonist plays out because it's there's different antagonists, but I think that you deal with them in different orders. I'm not 100 percent sure, but that's what I think. I think the Mage Queen, the Thief. The Thief King and the Beast King are all antagonists, but depending on who you play as, um, that p- ties into the story. 
Interesting. Yeah. Or like who actually has story beats depends on who you play as. I could be wrong. Uh, there, there's like a considerable gap between me playing well the different versions of the games, but it was pretty ambitious for a Super Nintendo game back in the day to have that kind of story path. Yeah, I mean anything that has different arcs like this is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that took a lot out of the system uh, to be able to. Uh, or the cart, rather, not the system, um, yeah. to be able to make it. I can only imagine this was like a massive, like, 16 or 32 gig cart. That's probably why we didn't get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, as far as um, my uh, games, uh, the Animal Crossing stuff, I know we're pretty much past all that. But I will say, um, uh, if you are looking for peaches and need them uh let me know and also i because i bought the animal crossing switch uh they have a animal crossing switch item that is available for those people uh i don't know if it's regularly available so if you don't have it and want one uh let me know and i will uh, get you on what is your twitter (laughs) account peter Oh, it's uh, just Peter Thomas six. Uh, so you can ping me there. I just assumed Numeral six. if you listen. Yes. Um, if you listen to this, I assume that you probably comment on the RPG gamer or RP gamer rather. Uh, Fired. Website. Can't believe you said it that way. It's not Sorry. good, man. Sorry. Okay. Okay. It slipped. <laughs> How um, could you? And I will also note one other thing is that when Alex said that our uh, Persona 5 Royal was uh, just Persona 5 but more, he messed up my fishing combo. I had 65 fish caught in a row out of 100 that I needed, and I messed it up because I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alex, for Good butchering Good job, that. Alex. We're proud of you. That's your fault for playing well, podcasting. Listen, I can multitask, okay? I've got a lot of debt to pay off. I'll say that while playing an so HL20. Many miles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sam, what else have you been playing this week? Oh, my God. I've beaten, like, so many video games this Yeah, week. tell what me about it. Because you, you, you're like, oh, I have time to play games. I'm so excited. <laughs> you wrote it's something. So well, and it's not up yet, but it is coming. So back when everybody was reviewing the old Dragon Quest games, I was the sucker that got one because I actually never played it. So I had this dumb idea on Thursday that I was like, I think I can be Dragon Quest one in a day. I think I can do it. You can. And I totally did. Uh, I had a friend who works at a different library system be like, no, you can't. This game is longer than like what you think it is. And I was like, I don't think you know. But OK, let's bets on. you don't think you know how good at games sam is (laughs) no no sam's just dumb and persistent let's be realistic (laughs) Um, you won because you joined uh, the dragon lord didn't you (laughs) that's how you did it i i did that for funsies because i was like i want to see this (laughs) and then then the game magically turned into dragon quest builders there you go have you I mean, to put it in perspective, the AGDQ run for Dragon Warrior is 30 minutes. Which is amazing. I definitely couldn't do it in 30 minutes. I think it took me 
Remember, they cheat and manipulate the the RNG so they put the dragon lord to sleep and stuff. And oh wait, no, that's I, the task. Never mind. I don't know. I know. No, it's, I know. They but, they go into the real specific corner of a map where it's all safe encounters except this one square where it's all metal slimes, and what? they manipulate that to get metal slimes every time, and they beat them up and power level, and then they go beat the game. I, I'm just saying, Chris, that, you know, most RPG AGDQ runs are, like, in the hour mark. The fact that this is under the hour tells you just how short this game actually yeah. is. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Uh, said, okay, I, so here's a question for you. I have a question for it's you. Good. I have a question oh, for no. you. What's the best version of Dragon Quest One? Like, if I haven't played it in, like, forever, oh. and I want to go back and actually fully play it, which one should I play? I am um, not the first to ask because this was my first time. Yeah. You played it on what? The NES? Switch. No, oh, the Switch. Switch. Which Switch? Which version on the Switch? What is it? Dragon Quest 1. Like the remake it, thing? Yeah. It was okay. a, yeah, the remake one. It's, it's a the port of the mobile iOS version. one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's a little nicer than the iOS one because I've played the iOS one and I'm looking at screenshots of Sam's playthrough and I'm like, this is nicer looking. <laughs> my my playthrough? <laughs> Where I mostly just took screenshots where it said the word bum in it. Yes. Because <laughs> I named my hero bum. And also bum is the name of my hero in 11 as well. <laughs> so it was great to read dialogue and be like, bum, did you do this? Yes. Yes, I did. I can't name things. That's why they get boogers and bum for a name. It's fine. Um, so want, yeah. How old is your you nephew real again? Thir- <laughs> He's now 17. <laughs> oh, my bad. I was about to say, if you want real 13-year-old hilarity, name him My Bum. I know. I didn't think of that. But yeah, I, I played through Dragon Quest One. Uh, rather than reviewing it, which I know folks did for 2 and 3, I decided to write a perspective of what it was like coming back to 1 as a first-time player of it and looking at the way in which the series has evolved. And it made me really happy. Um, would I play Dragon Quest One again? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I like my quality of life improvements. I really do. But I enjoyed the experience of just kind of powering through it and realizing what kinds of frustrations I have as a gamer. Because, again, Dragon Quest is for the patient, and I am not. Um, That's kind of why I've been enjoying some of the later games, because for people who are not as patient, you can still kind of enjoy the games and not feel like, you know... There's a meanderingness to it. I also beat Valhalla Cyber Cyber Bartender action. Yay! I really enjoyed game because so apparently, because apparently, you know, Anna, you and I like the games where you serve beverages and have conversation. Oh yeah, because um, we both played Coffee Talk too, didn't we? <laughs> we we did. <laughs> I loved Coffee Talk. Um, did you get so, the super secret ending? I am actually working on that. Oh, like, it's so that good. Is, that is that is my my thing. I am working on because I'm doing a very slow replay now of it um god i've been playing so much witcher 3 being off i spent the first the first day of real quarantine just playing the witcher because i was like i don't know what to do with myself i'm a creature of routine and i don't have routine right now i'm gonna sim play the witcher and wear an oversized hoodie this is a good idea <laughs> made out with many ladies so <laughs> i'm successfully working my way through banging everybody through you know every town <laughs> it's great Scott's already looked at me. He's like, "You're gonna have a hard time with the final choice between which lady you get to be with." And I was like, "No, no, I know, I know who I'm picking, but I'm going to bang as many ladies as I can in the process, <laughs> just so you know." 
Uh, true answer is, of course, it's going to be yen because you, you, you got to choose yen as the right response. Um, I've also been letting people vote for which games I should be playing off of my, I made a list of 11 games I started last year and you all picked me finishing Final Fantasy X and I'm really crusty about it, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm at a part of Final Fantasy X that I just, I absolutely hate. And Are I'm you at like, the Calmlands by any chance? Oh no no, no. I'm no, I'm near the end that. of the I'm near the end of the game. Oh god. Oh, it's just I beat Seymour Flux, and then I'm in this area where it's a cave, and you have to swim around. And uh, do not like the swimming bits of this game at all. Um, but after Seymour, it was kind of one of those like, ah, oh, I think this is what last Seymour maybe, hopefully last Seymour, and I'm just like, I don't. I don't know how I feel about this game anymore. I want to finish it, though, because, again, I have a feature I want to write for it. It's just a question of buckling down and finishing it so that the feature comes out the right way. So I am going to do it. It's a thing I'm going to try within these three weeks. <laughs> um, if not running back to The Witcher afterwards to go, oh, my God, better game. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how. We'll see how far I get. I've also been playing, playing Bravely Default. Ooh. Which I'm, yeah, I wanted something for bedtime. Animal Crossing hadn't come out yet, so I've been kind of just noodling with that, and I'm really liking it in a way that my husband was like, nah, this is just, you know, pared down Final Fantasy nonsense. And I was like, yes, but I love it, so shut up and go sit in your corner and play your Doom Eternal. Twist. I can't wait for the twist. <laughs> Right when now, do you get, when do you get to the repetitive part? Oh, I, it's about the same I time. Uh, is that all of it? <laughs> I oh. know. Uh, that's it. I, I am enjoying bits of it. I, it. Again, it's it's actually really good for mindless play, funny enough. <laughs> um, and I think that's why I've been kind of enjoying it, is I don't have to pay too hardcore attention to it. Um, there's just a lot of like, oh, I can kind of play around with what kind of class I want my character to be. Great. I mean, I'm not very far. Like, I have a black mage, a white mage, a fighter, and a paladin. So, I'm like, this this, this works. That's good. So, I've just been kind of noodling with different games and reading a lot of books. And, you know, I'm trying to understand my dog who doesn't get social distancing. She's, she's having <laughs> a real rough go with it. Um, we take her for walks and she'll see other dogs across the street. She's just like, I want to be your friend. And I'm like, no, Dakota, we have to practice social distancing. And then she makes the saddest face because, you know, she needs to be best dog with other dogs. So it's it's also been a weird experience of just being trapped in quarantine with my husband. There, there are days where I'm surprised we haven't killed each other yet. Is he working or is he off work too? He is working from home. Okay. So he he kicks me out of the office so I cannot be in here while he's working. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably a good thing. That's probably why I've... I've played so many video games because I'm in the opposite boat where it's I'm off with pay, but I can't take my work home with me. So, <laughs> yeah, when you're a librarian, you kind of have to be in the library to work. Pretty much. I mean, there are little <laughs> things I can do for like setting up my programs and stuff, but even my boss was just kind of like, yeah, just enjoy three weeks of nonsense. And she's like, and message me about your nonsense because I want to know what you're doing. And I was like, to be a creepy boss lady, she's like, no, because I care Cause about I'm you. Bored. And that was exactly what she said. She's like, I'm so bored. My boss is basically um, the 40-year-old version of me. Mm. <laughs> Wait, so it's kind of fantastic. Are you? 
She's 33. Right. So it's been delightful to be like, there's Big Sam, and my boss's name is Jody, and we joke about how I'm little Jody. And uh, <laughs> it's pretty great. My, 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 my boss kills me. I love her. She's just like, hey, Sam, let's build a fort. And I'll be like, <laughs> on work time? Okay. And then we'll build a fort. Then we take pictures of our fort. I mean, this is why I kind of miss work, because we, we do a lot of stupid things at the library that people don't see behind the scenes. And then they'll find out about it later and be like, I want to build a fort. It's like, cool, come build a fort with me in this program. Oh, right, you have COVID? You can't build a fort right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't know what we're going back to. And I think that's why I'm trying to enjoy this time as best I can. Because when we go back, we might not be able to run our programs the same way or be able to accommodate bigger crowds anymore for a bit. So there is like some logistical things that like working in a library can be really tricky with a pandemic situation. So. Well, and here... Uh, honestly, I was talking with um, a friend of mine who's also a librarian um, for a university, actually. And what they've done is um, before they got shut down, they put little tape X's on the floor six feet apart. And we're like, all right, kids, sit on an X. I've seen a lot of people do that on Two Reddit, actually. Apart. Sorry. forgot I was talking to a Canadian. <laughs> But yeah, that's it. I mean, every library seems to be doing a lot of different things to kind of cope with the losses. Like even, again, libraries don't make any money. So it's not like we're worried about like a business standpoint or anything. But like a lot of us, like I said, we've been going stir crazy because it's just, you know, we're so used to serving the public and doing different things um, that include the public. So when you go to work and there's no public, you kind of just, you know, do breakfast club and hope for Shoot the best. Airplanes. Yep, that's what we did. We shot a lot of airplanes. Um, so. I've played a yeah. bunch of different things this week. So one thing that I'm trying to do is we're subscribed to Apple Arcade, so I'm trying to play at least one Apple Arcade title a month. So I booted up the month. Bradwell. I feel like you're doing one game a day at this point. Not not out of the Apple Arcade. Oh, okay. So Sorry. I booted up the Bradwell Conspiracy, <sighs> which is one. such a cool game. Um, it's very interesting. It's a game Controls where... Controls are terrible. You are very alone. You are so very alone. So you wake up and there has been some sort of like major earthquake or natural disaster of some sort. And you're inside of a building by yourself. You've inhaled too much smoke. So your your throat is fried. You can't talk. And so the only connection you have to the world you hope outside is actually someone else that's also stuck inside of the building. And so it's very, it's interesting. It, it has like, <laughs> it's probably not a good game to play right now, but it gives you this like incredible sense of like aloneness and isolation that normally only happens in horror games that I can't play. But Bradwell Conspiracy isn't scary. It's not creepy. There's no jump scares. There's nothing like hiding around the corner you need to worry about. It's just you um, trying to figure out how to get out of this building. And there's a bunch of puzzle solving. And in order to kind of communicate with the other person that you're stuck inside with, because you can't actually meet, you're in two separate parts of the building that have been uh, set apart because of this earthquake or whatever happened. And um, so you're taking pictures and sending them to the other person. 
Um, however, I would say as cool as this game is and as much as I enjoy playing it, don't play it on Apple Arcade because it isn't compatible with a controller. So you have to use your left finger to control where you move and the right finger to like control um, your point of vision, your point of view, because it's all first person. The problem is, is your right finger is also the activate stuff button. So it's like, all right, I, I, I tap on the right finger because I want to climb up the ladder and I use the left finger to climb up the ladder. All right, I'm at the top of the ladder. I want to look around, tap, get back on the ladder. No, that's not what I meant to do. And it also crashes, <laughs> which at least it saves really frequently um, and you don't need to do anything. It just auto saves for you. So you don't lose a ton of progress when it crashes, but it's still really frustrating. So fantastic game. It's out on like PC and Xbox and PS4 and just play it. Just don't play it on Apple Arcade. Um, and then I played Half Past Fate, which is kind of like visual novel with a little bit of like point and click adventure style gaming. So it's fairly short. It's only about four hours to get through all 12 chapters in the game. Um, but each, uh, each chapter that you go in is set in a certain time period. And it's everything from eight and a half years ago to two hours ago. And so like um, one of the first chapters you do is at a tea festival. And the tea festival happened eight days ago. And then you jump to eight and a half years ago and you meet two of two of the other characters in the game. And um, then you jump forward to um, two hours from now or two hours ago. And it's a different set of characters. And by the time you get to the end of the game, you realize that everybody that you've met and talked to in this game, they're all connected to each other. So the final chapter, chapter 12, is like the present. You're like back to like normal time. And you get to see how all of these things that you did in the past affect now. And it's very cute. And it's got like a ton of, it, even on the Switch, it's got an in-game achievement system. And just playing through it and doing what I felt like made sense. I only got 21 out of the 42 achievements. So it's definitely a game that it's it's intended to be played more than once. Um, but the nice thing is, is once you complete a chapter, you can jump in back into that chapter um, at any time you want, as often as you want. So it's like, all right, I got to find the guy talking on the phone in every chapter. Um, but I'm pretty sure that I got him in chapter six. So I'll go back to chapter four and find him instead. And there's plushy bunnies in every chapter, too. And I don't think I got all those. So, yeah, that was really cool. Um, and then I'm currently playing Arafel on the Switch. I can't talk about it because it's embargoed, so stay tuned for the review. Chris. Hi. Do you want to talk about anything you've been playing this week? Uh, a little bit more Free Enterprise and Divinity Original Sin 2. Um, we talked about Animal Crossing already. Uh, I started playing something at bedtime, Lufia 2. Because I'd never played that, and I was like, oh, that seems interesting. Why don't I try playing that? Um, Did you play that because of uh, the Instagram comment by any chance? Uh, no? It okay. comes up What's a lot Instagram on... Comment? Yeah, somebody had mentioned it on uh, Natsume's page that they wanted a Lufia 
like remastered. Oh, Peter, Peter, done. Peter. Huh? I'm married to the social media coordinator for Nazi. Well, yeah, I, I know. Every day she complains <laughs> to me about people asking for a Lufia remake that she can't that's, make happen. That's not. It's not quite well, every day. But the yeah, thing is, not, is yeah. Luffy is owned by Square Enix. <laughs> oh. And so, gotcha. like, well, it's owned by Taito, and Taito was purchased by Square Enix. So, yeah. but that that doesn't mean that the series is necessarily dead, because dead. when they made the DS game, when Square Enix made the DS game, they published it themselves in Japan, and they came to Natsume and were like, hey, do you want to just publish this in North America? And Natsume was like, oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, if they made another one, chances are Natsume would work on it again. But Square Enix has to decide to make another one. And the problem is, is the company that made all of the Lufia games, with the exception of the first one, was Neverland. And they went out of business. Like five or six years ago. CEO disappeared? No, no, that's a different company. Neverland is... Wasn't that Marvelous? No. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Marvelous is still around. Neverland is the company that made all the Rune Factory games. And, like, a bunch of stuff that they co-developed with Natsume, like uh, game, a bunch of Game Boy Color games and um, Seam of the Enemy on Game Boy Advance. I thought Rune Pokemon Factory Pokemon. was a Marvelous thing, too. Yeah, so Marvelous commissioned Neverland to make it in the same mm. way that, like, Square Enix commissions um, Art Dink to make Dragon Quest games. Okay. Dragon Quest! Uh, the reason I played it is because uh, it kept coming up in Final Fantasy Free Enterprise uh, chat rooms or uh, Twitch chat whenever there were matches on. So there'd be Lufia music, and uh, it just kept coming up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. So I tried it. It's, it's not bad. Um, it's a SNES RPG, and it's like, um, it's just, it's always hard to appreciate those later. Um, now that we're yep. spoiled and used to modern niceties. But, uh, you know, there just aren't enough JRPGs nowadays um, on modern consoles. What the hell? What? There aren't. No. There aren't. You're wrong. There aren't. I'm not wrong. You're playing <laughs> retro JRPGs on a modern console. Okay. That's a different thing. <sighs> but it's what I should be playing, like CrossCode and um, Arafel, right? Yeah. But. Still waiting for CrossCode. Pigs have flown, but we still don't have it. Yeah. All right. Oh. Anything else people want to talk about what they've been playing? I have one last one that wasn't something everybody else was. What is I- it? I started up Crisis Core again. Why? Because Dirge of Cerberus was too far hard to get out of the attic. No, no. It's because, well, one, Crisis Core is a damn good game. And two, it ties right into the beginning of Final Fantasy VII. And I want to be a dork and finish Crisis Core the night before the remake comes out so that it, it can just go right into it. You are a dork. Yes. Yes, I am. But I, I really liked Crisis Core when it came out, like, what, 10 years ago? It's It's been a hot minute. And <laughs> I'm trying to challenge myself with this game to not get into, like, a 100% completion loop because I have that kind of problem with games. And I'm remembering Josh's uh, article about I didn't do a bunch of side quests and it's okay to not do side quests. Wrong. Why are you wronging me? It depends on the game. Yeah. Well, I want to try and play complete this one without getting bogged down by side quests, and I just want an excuse to have black haired cloud go kill Gat. All right. We're gonna jump into our feedback. 
Wow, we talked about what we've been playing for like an hour. All right, uh, feedback time. So our question of the week was, what's your go-to hand-washing song? And so um, Shaman says... How long has my hands been washing? I don't know. I Sorry. Uh, I'm still doing feeling good as hell. Feeling good as hell. Got my hands washed. Lick my fingers. Wipe it on the towel. What? Why are you even listening to me anymore? Because I can't talk while you're singing. All right. Shaman says, I'm still trying to figure it out, but I'm leaning towards the chorus of Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. That's mm. a good one. <laughs> That's a little macabre. Nah. <laughs> And Strawberry Egg says, my go-to hand-washing song is the chorus of Dress Me Up by Olivia Lufkin. What's that song? I have no idea. Chris, help us out. I don't know that song. Uh, dress me well, I'm not going to go put it on. I'll get Olivia Twitch muted. Olivia Lufkin. Ah, Dress Me Up, Olivia Lufkin. Let's see. Sounds like J-pop, but American? Yeah. That's not bad. Is it old? Let's see. 2000. That's pretty old. Okay. All right. So there we go. Now we have been informed. Um, Strawberry Egg says she's going to send us a version of her singing it. So chop, chop, Perfect. Mary. All right. It Do is time for like my shoes. the news. All right. You are a terrible journalist. You should be ashamed. The All right. Worst. Yokai Watch Jam. Yokai Watch. Uh, sorry. Yokai Academy Y. YY Gaku Sekatsu has been announced. What the heck did you just say? Yokai Watch Jam. That was a terrible story. Yokai Academy Y. YY Gakuen Sekatsu. Okay. It's a new spin-off to the Yokai Watch franchise. Okay. Uh, this is based on the animated series. Yokai Watch Jam is being developed for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch and is set to launch in Japan this summer. All right. Yeah, so this is set around the Elite Y Academy, starring the new pro- protagonist Jinpei Jiba, a member of the YSP club. These club members investigate mysteries around the Academy and the surrounding Academy City and use their special yokai watches to transform into yokai heroes. It's very cute and chibi. Yeah. And very, very anime. Look at this Jibanyan hero. Uh, the yellow one? The one I'm right here. Um, I'm not watching the stream, so sorry. This guy. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. All right. Uh, next story. Uh, Nippon. Nippon. Nippon Ichi has announced Shujo Jikogu no Doke Musume, um, which is an action RPG heading to the Switch and PS4 in Japan on June 25th. Um, there is a teaser website um 
And if you're wondering what the heck Shujo Jikogu no Doku Musume is, it's uh, Poison Maidens of Girl Health. So it's not Monster Musume? No. Okay, good. But it sounds like this will be a dungeon crawler. The game starts with with a man with one arm that's been melted off. He starts cooperating with ah. the poison maidens. Poison He's got maidens, a bone arm. Yeah, to return to the living world. Okay. Um, you fuse the girls into his arm that's missing. No, no, we can move on to a new game. This sounds <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's a trailer available. Oh, whatever. Um. All right. Um. Psy Games has announced Shadowverse Champions Battle. Um, this is an upcoming card um, RPG. This is a spinoff to the normal Shadowverse card game, currently available on PC, iOS, and Android. Um, there's also a Shadowverse TV show in production. So this is um, coming to Nintendo Switch um, and is set to release in Japan in 2020. So I don't think we got any announcements about whether this is coming over. But I would be surprised if someone didn't pick it up. Hey, there was an Indie World Showcase this this week. All right. Um, few things. Um, I don't want to talk about Blue Fire because it looks more like an action game than an RPG. All right. Nap, Nap's team is doing an RPG called Baldo. And this is the one, um, Alex, help me out. This is the one that looks like Nino Cooney. Is that a movie about a dog? No, that's no, Balto. Balto, okay. Yeah. It's, it's based, it's got an anime style to it, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and then the next thing um, was Chibig's Summer in Mara, which is an adventure RPG with fat farming and craft simming elements. I'm actually really surprised um, because this only got kickstarted last year and I was expecting it to get delayed to like 2022, like most Kickstarter games. But um, it is coming spring 2020 to the Nintendo Switch as a timed console exclusive. It will also be available on PC. It was interesting. This actually had a release date on PC and then mysteriously it just became 2020 one day. Everybody was like, why did you delay the PC version? Now we know. Um... Uh, White Owl uh, Sweary um, announced that um, The Good Life is coming to Nintendo Switch. Um, I think we got told this at PAX last year, but told not to share it. So, (laughs) Um, The game, if you're unfamiliar with it, um, follows Naomi, a New York photographer who has come to a small English town where a murder has taken place. Oh, and by the way, the townspeople turn into cats. Or dogs, depending on what you choose. Yes. Cats. Always cats. Puppers. Cat. I'm alone in that. <laughs> awesome. Boo, Sam, boo. Look, I have two puppers, and if I don't advocate for them, <laughs> no one else will. Cats rule, dogs rule. Ah. <laughs> you can ride on a sheep. Yeah, your your main transportation is riding a sheep. All right, so we can all um, agree that that's a good thing. Yeah, we had a lot of fun playing this at PAX last year. It was really buggy when we played it, so... Hopefully it is it. less buggy. Um, didn't you watch me play it? You were oh, helping me. Oh, I did. You're yeah. right. Remember, yeah. you helped me stop the truck so yes. that I could take a picture that of it. That was a super early prototype yeah. thing. Yeah. But it was fun. Um, all right. Um, Eldest Souls is coming to Nintendo Switch as a time console exclusive in 2020. Are the souls dark? Um, yeah. This is like a pixel Dark Souls. Pixel Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. 
pixel Dark Souls. Yeah, remember, oh, oh. I looked at it and I said, oh, it's oh, Dark yeah. Souls, but with pixels. Yeah. And you got mm-hmm. mad at me and yelled. All right. Um, More interesting is the last campfire, but, you know, whatever. But that's not an RPG. Um, Then we also got sneak peeks of Ghost of a Tale, A Dicey Dungeon, and Exit the Gungeon, which are all coming to um, Nintendo Switch. In fact, Exit the Gungeon is available now. That's not an RPG. Close enough. It's a roguelite. So is the... All right, fine. Whatever. What do I know? Um, As we mentioned earlier and are now playing, the Trials of Mana demo is available now on both PS4 and Nintendo Switch prior to the game's launch on April 24th, 2020. Um, uh, Wheels got to play this at PAX East. Uh, We got to play it at PAX West. We both liked it. It's probably going to be one of those games where everybody in the podcast is playing it. Um, Steve, Which game? You won't be. Why not? Because it's not my sort of game. Oh, I'm going to skip ah. the next story because it's not going to be relevant by the time anybody hears this. Planet Stronghold 2 is available now on PC and Linux. You can purchase it through itch.io at twenty four ninety nine. It is also coming to Steam um, in April if you prefer to buy it there. And this is a sequel to the 2011 Planet Stronghold. Um, it this kind of plays like a D and D game, right? Uh, it's it's a visual novel with um, so visual. Yeah. Novel. It does have it does have like it's more of a, a tile set. A lot of limbs. You kind of go through. It's I don't know how to describe it. Like I describe it to people as it's a visual novel that is superhero League of Hoboken. Yeah, and then I get a weird look, but yeah. that's it, the best thing I've so- got. Turn-based semi-strategy. Yeah. But it's basically got all the invoices just plonked out there rather than hidden in menus. Huh. Okay. It was like the first game. You played it, right, Alex? Um, I didn't really play the first one, but I played... I, I, I played the other RPGs, and they play very similarly. Okay. Yeah, this is this is all like Winter Wolf or something, right? No, Winter Wolves. They, don't they have a bunch of these visual novel hybrid games? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Also, so. sorry if you can hear like toys being dropped at my feet. Dakota is very cranky. <laughs> <laughs> and she's right. like, you play. Don't podcast. Just play with Co. Um, a new Kickstarter is coming for the top down, procedurally generated top down action RPG, Mystica. So this game is already. Um, funded and is coming to PC, but they are kickstarting um, funds for the music. Um, who is it's going to be composed by Dale North? Uh, disclaimer: He also does music for this podcast. He's a good friend of staff, um, and they also want money for the Nintendo Switch version. So if he, if they get um, thirty five hundred, that will be um, the music paid for. Um, if they get seventy five hundred. That's the Nintendo Switch. And if they get $10,000... when does a Nintendo Switch port cost $7,500? Um, that's actually pretty cheap for a Switch port. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the licensing is expensive, isn't it? There's no way... I think they're hoping to go way over. All right. Fine. All right. Um, hey, Alex, you put a, a euros in front of one of these and then dollar signs in front of the rest. How dare you? 
And instead of hitting edit and just fixing it, she's telling you live on stream. She's yeah. calling well, you I'm, out. I know that. Smearing you in public. It's actually written in dollars on the Kickstarter page. Oh, and the Kickstarter weird. Yeah, no, I see exactly why you did that now. That's yeah. really weird. No, I don't know what it actually is in your eyes, so I can't. Huh. That is so bizarre. It just does a kick. It just does a conversion based on. Well, the no, it's it's their their initial goal is thirty five hundred euros. Yeah. And then their stretch goals are in U.S. dollars. Yeah. That's so confusing. Yeah. So, oh, that's a cool picture of Dale North in Japan. All right. So, if you want to back Mystica, you can do so now. Um, I don't know if this is going to make it cool. Um, we'll see. Let's so see. 1300 out of the 3500 funded. Yes. But the thing people really want is the Switch version. All right. Um then we have another Kickstarter check-in. So um Uh-oh. the Messenger was super popular. What was it last year when it came out? Um but it is not an RPG. However, they, the same people that made the messenger announced that they are doing Sea of Stars, which is a retro-inspired RPG that is a prequel to the messenger. Oh, okay. So this does not look Ninja Gaiden-y at all. No. Okay. So yeah, they are already kicking super butt. Their original goal was um, like ninety, hundred thousand Canadian, one hundred thirty-three thousand Canadian. And they've already hit their second goal, 217,000 Canadian, um, which uh, will add the single-player plus mode as well as a bonus dungeon. They have more stuff in terms of stretch goals that they're planning to unlock and reveal. Um, this so. looks like your uh, turn-based 2D Trials of Mana. Oh my gosh, that dog. Will you go <laughs> hug that dog, please? Dakota? Yeah. No. It is just in need of some calm. Well, she's upset because we were playing tug of war, Uh-oh. and then tug of war stopped <gasps> because Maru, because other dog tried to take tug of war toy away. Uh-oh. So now she's huffy about it. <laughs> so the thing because is, other dog doesn't exist. Sorry, Anna. No, it's fine. I I feel bad for cutting you off. The thing that I find really interesting is their big claim is um, no random encounters, no separate battlefields, no grinding required. Okay, That's a bold claim. That is a bold very bold claim. claim. It's not that bold. It just means it's easy. Uh, okay. Not necessarily. All right. So, yeah, this, this looks pretty cool. Um, You're playing a game right now, Anna, that doesn't need any grinding. I'll talk about that in my review, but okay. it's embargoed, Chris. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, so they're shooting um, to have the game out in 2022. So even if you're back, it, you still have a couple of years to wait. So um, that is our major news. Um, now time for the minor news. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, we, there, so both the PlayStation and the Xbox Series X did... Um, features. They video, done showed all their videos. specs this week. Um, Mark Cerny lulled a fake audience of cardboard people to sleep 
with his dulcet ASMR tones. The cardboard moved. <laughs> it was a video overlay. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was great. I thought it was real. I thought they just had like people doing social distancing in a press conference. I'm like, yeah. no, oh, Chris. It took, it took a while to figure out what was actually happening in that. So, yeah, they both revealed their specs. Guess what? Both systems are actually pretty close to each other. There is a few key differences that Microsoft I don't want to um, I don't really want to deep gonna, dive into. I'm trying them. to sum them up for you okay. so you don't have to. Um, Microsoft technically looks like on paper to have a better video card and a better processor situation. Sony looks to have a much better storage bandwidth situation, which could lead to some interesting things you can do on the Sony that you can't uh, do on the Xbox even with the extra processing power. But that said, the Xbox's storage isn't slow either. So um, both promise to be much better than the current consoles. I do think that some aspects of them will lead to, at least for a little while, being able to do some technical tricks you can't actually pull off on a PC due to some custom things they have in their hardware, like multiple priority levels for storage and extra bandwidth and uh, or, and extra pathways for I.O. and stuff. Um that said, we really need to get some benchmarks to happen to compare these two systems because there are some interesting choices being made between the two about yeah, what's at a lock clocked, what allows some changes of clock speeds and how they're going to react. And um, it's it, it's looking like there's a chance Xbox is going to be on top again technically, but I don't know if it's going to be in a way that matters to third parties. And uh, But who knows? So. so both companies have promised teardowns in the future. Sure. Um, I think the big thing that I've seen people discussing is the memory situation because on the Xbox Series X, you're going to need a proprietary card okay. to Let's expand talk the storage. storage. For a section. And Seven, for second. PS5, you're just going to be able to slot in any approved mm. off-the-shelf solid-state yeah. drive. So Xbox has got this little deal with uh, what seems to be Seagate where they're going to make these little tiny NVMe drives that are in a proprietary little card format, which looks kind of like a big, thick memory card. You just slide in there, and you get like a terabyte of extra storage. I think there's only one slot on the box, one or two, so I don't know that you can expand that many times. Um, I think both things will let you hook up a drive to do long-term storage, to just, like, say, move it off the good flash. Yeah, so like move it off the good flash and just over there. I don't have to install it later. I just have to copy it later, which will take less time and won't have to be redownloaded. So that's cool. Um, but then, yeah, over on the PlayStation 5, they're doing such... They are so um, focused on delivering high-quality SSD storage to the developer to be able to make use of that they have to guarantee a certain level of performance. So they require that to be PCIe version 4 for its SSD storage... Or for its NVMe storage, excuse me. And... That um, there's kind of only one card out right now that does that, and it's the wrong form factor and doesn't meet the minimum speed requirements. So they don't exist yet. So Sony lets you buy any card that you want off an approved list of vendors and cards that don't exist yet. And Microsoft makes you buy cards that they make and get approved. So not going to be... The uh, just open it up and put your own new drive in uh, Nirvana that it was last gen, but with that sacrifice, you're getting really fast storage, and that's a good thing. So, all right, on to editorial content. Um, Jonathan did in fact publish his Corruption 2029 review. Um, and if 3D you listen- audio, you didn't talk about 3D audio. No. <laughs> Sony's doing cool 3D audio and they want a picture of your ear to make a custom mold or make a custom profile. 
That's not actually true. That's just an idea he spotted. 3D audio. 3D audio. 3D audio is going to be awesome next gen. I I can (sighs) feel it. So you should read Jonathan's Corruption 2029 review instead of worrying about your ears and find out why he scored Does it Corruption have 3D audio? Does it? Does it? Huh? Um, Alex put out a Persona 5 Royal Impression. It covers a lot of the things that we talked today, but it covers even more things and some of the things we covered today in depth. So go ahead and check that out. Um, as mentioned earlier, Wheels went and played the Trials of Mana Impression at PAX East. Um, it's very similar to the demo that you can play at home right now. And uh, check it out. Uh, and then we had an adventure corner for the game that I talked about last week, Demetrios, the big cynical adventure where it's a, a point and click adventure where you're trying to die or fail repeatedly. And then we have um, briefs. Um, Deep Sky Derelicts is a tactical card based roguelike is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One and Nintendo Switch as a definitive edition. So it's going to come out on March 24th. So you only have to wait a couple days for that to come out. Woo! Um, Yoi Wo Sakuhana is headed for a summer release in I, Japan. What? what? It's a dystopian RPG that has been repeatedly delayed. It's say that again. In Yomi Wo Sakuhana. Yomi Wo Sakuhana? Yes. Let's see. Um, this game was announced in 2016 oh, yeah. and has been repeatedly um, delayed. It is a dungeon escaping RPG set in 1970. It's an escape room? Sure. Okay. Um, the Final Fantasy VII remake developers discuss the creation of the game. Um, um, there's a bunch of Square Enix, right? Yes. <laughs> but the actual devs that worked on it. Oh, there's okay. a, a as, long as inside... opposed to some rand like the janitor at Square Enix. Yeah, no. <laughs> so this is the first in a okay. All right. Set... I have a question. I have a question. I'm on this article. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's the first of a set of things that they're going to do to promote the game. Who cares? There's a dude on this guy, on this thing, who is spoiler in the game. But is that a birthmark on his forehead? Or is it a piece of technology? Uh, what What is going... Kelly, you know the, yes. the, you know the lore. This, this guy... I can't remember. Okay. He, I, I honestly, like in the low-res version of the game, I thought it was just like a... A rogue pixel? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a birthmark. Beauty mark? Birthmark? Yeah. Because he's in Crisis Core, too. I just like because I have same... one of those, too. So, you know, I'm special. <laughs> I mean, he has several on his forehead. Mine's bumpy so. and ugly, though. <laughs> um, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town, has a PAL release date. So it will be releasing in both Europe and Oceania um, on July 10th. So no release date for um, North America. Can I just say it has Bubble Cow? Bubble Cow's adorable. Yep. So this is a combo remake of Friends of Mineral Town and more Friends of Mineral Town. You can play as a boy or a girl. Wait a second. This is a 3D game. Yeah. I didn't know they did a 3D looking Mineral Town. Yes. This is a remake. It's a remake. Yes. So there was Harvestman 64 and that got remade into Back to Nature. Mm-hmm. And then Back to Nature got remade into Har- uh, Friends of Mineral Town. And I thought Harvest Friends Moon 64 Town. was a remake of the original Harvest Moon. No. It's a sequel. I have and a then, <laughs> And then uh, Back to Nature got remade again as Harvest Moon, Back to Nature Boy, and Harvest Moon, Back to Nature Girl on PSP. Those got released in North America's Harvest Moon Boy and Girl. Thank you, Kelly. No, I was talking about. I found what uh, his mark is. It is a tilak, which is a Hinduist mark, ah. typically made ah. on the forehead. Ah, 
Okay. Thank you. I had to know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. So that's like something he's had painted or tattooed there then? Yes. Also, Anna, why does this cow have a bell on its tail? Is that like a... Is that a know. is that a Harvestman thing? No. Is that a Friends of Mineral Town thing? No. That's just new to this game? Yeah. To put the bell on the tail. I don't know. It seems like a bad plan. Yeah. The tail's going to get dirty. Um... I really love uh, the art direction that they took for that. Um, the portraits look really good. Although I do miss, I know that the uh, Back to Nature was supposed to be a remake of, or I guess a reimagining of Harvest Moon 64. But I miss um, Karen being the alcoholic in the group. Town Lush. Yeah, yep. I don't know what they're going to do in terms Wait, of localizing. what's her name? Karen. Oh, that's Karen. amazing. Yes. When yeah, I really Karen want was, to annoy Karen Graham, my... I sent him bad Karen fan art. Okay. <laughs> but like, but, but her name's Karen, Anna. Yes. So you know what that means. <sighs> Shut up. She wants to talk to my manager. She wants to talk to she? your manager. She was, she was not that person uh, ever. She is I... very snarky, but no, she does not want to talk to your manager. No. She would rather punch you in the drinks. face. She's like, hey, you didn't give me what I needed. Let me punch you. Yep. Well, she was like that. She was very much toned down in Back to Nature and on. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're going to do in terms of localizing, whether they're going to do more um, Harvest Moon 64 or Harvest Moon Back to Nature personalities because they've changed all the names. The Did only protect the innocence. Yeah. So they kept them more Japanesey. So like a lot of the game, Don't a lot of the, that. I can't, I can't think of a better way to say it right. um, because they're not really true translations. It's like, um, so one of the girls is Mary and she's been Mary since like the original Harvest Moon. Um, but for this new uh, Friends of Mineral Town, she's Marie. Okay. She actually was Marie and, um, Back to Nature. Was she? I thought she was still yeah. Mary. No, they changed it. That, so that was what I guess was really hard for me. So I, Harvest Moon 64 is my very first Harvest Moon experience. Yep, same. And I adored it. So I, you know, memorized everybody and was all about it. But yeah, and they, when I went to Back to Nature, they made so many changes, not just with, you know, their personalities, but even the names. So yeah, Mary I- became Marie. Um, Ellie became Eli or, or something along. So she was E L L E before. Is that just L? I thought she was Ellie E L L Y. No, maybe I'm misremembering it. She does become Ellie E L L I E eventually. Yeah. 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 So that changes. Um, I think the other three stay the same. Popery and, and, um, who am I missing? Yeah. I think Karen's Rin. Mm. So yeah, they they changed all the names. Yeah, probably they. Blathers is humbled by the spirit of COVID two thousand. Dragon Quest Ten has a new all-in-one package coming to Japan. So this will be all versions one to five, and it will be available on PC, PS four, and Switch. Um, All right. Sin Slayers is coming to Switch as the Sin Slayers Enhanced Edition. It will be um, available on March 26, 2020. 
Uh, the enhanced edition includes all previously released DLCs, including the Snow Peak expansion. This is a dark fantasy world. Um, this is this is a Diablo like, right? Which one? What are we talking about? Sin Slayers. Sorry, I got distracted by my island. Uh, Sin Slayers. Let's look at this. There's no pictures. Um, mm, no, this looks like a side-scrolling card-based battler. Um, no cards. No card. No, no, just side-based. Okay. It does not look like a Diablo-like. Okay. It's an RPG with roguelike elements set in a dark fantasy world. Okay. Where your choices develop, determine how challenging the fight and enemies will be. Weird. All right. It's coming to Switch. It's not weird. How's that weird? Um, Death End Request 2. Hey, that are you was playing that yet? Is that out? What? You've been talking about Death End Request like forever, haven't you? Yeah, this is the second game. Right. It was initially oh. only announced... This is the other one I always get confused with the other game. Um, I thought this was announced for Switch. No, I'm getting confused. Right. Yeah. So this Death and Request 2 was announced for PS4. This is a Compile and now Heart it was game, also it? announced. No. No? No. Oh. Sort of. Maybe. Mm. Kind of. Mm. All right. Uh, Death and Request 2 is also mm. coming to PC via Steam. Um, still don't have a release date yet. Just a general 2020 window. All right. That's all the news. It's a little thin on the ground because of all the... Um, because of all the conventions that got canceled, now people need to figure out how they're going to announce stuff. All right, uh, we got to do a question of the week. Oh, I know, I put down a whole bunch of them last week. Ooh, questions. All right, actually, I think this one would be really good. All right, guys, I'm going to throw this one at you. What if is you're it? quarantined, oh, what one go. game would you take with you? If what's the if? We're not quarantined. Self-quarantined is the same thing. We're... They're not going to throw you into a box. They don't have enough. <laughs> Except for that We're lady in Quebec. <laughs> We're yeah. talking about presently. I would say it's Animal Crossing. But if it's like all time, like you're quarantined and never coming back, then it's Earthbound. Do you have internet or not is the first question. No. I'm going to say no, no internet. No. Because everybody's going to pick Wow. No. Yeah, that's going to be my 14. pick. Whatever. Um, Everybody will pick an MMO. Yeah. All right. So no internet. You're quarantined. Nope. You can't go out. Um, you can't see anybody. Your internet is on the fritz. What one game do you take with you into that? The guy I, game. So I, without internet or with, it's The Witcher 3 right now. That's a good question. That's a good point. There's a I, lot I, of content in that game. I think for me, and I might regret this decision, but dis the first Disgaea, because there's a lot of stuff that you can do with Disgaea. I would take Stella Glow. Again? I've only played it twice. There's oh, six endings. Sake, I don't replay games! Yeah. So why would you take a game to replay? Because I'm stuck in there, and I don't know when they're going to let me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to play. I, I want to bring with me a game that I know I'm going to enjoy replaying. How long are you in quarantine? I don't know. At least 14 days. 14 days of quarantine. Sounds like a good time to start from zero and have a real great Diablo 3 character on your Switch. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I could spend a lot of time making an ultimate character in Disgaea. There you go. Just saying. It's true. Alex? 
Purple magic. Oh, <laughs> why do we even oh, yeah. ask? Well, I've got to finish that so I can. Footy, 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 I mean, it's definitely got the. England, England. Yeah. Well, I don't use manage in England. Sweet. I just take random European teams. Peter? But yeah, oh, wait, if, I have to pick, if I have to pick an RPG, then probably Xenoblade. Oh, there you go. That's a good choice, too. All right. Yeah, for, for me, I said it was Earthbound if we're talking all time. And then if we're just saying, like, Animal currently, uh, it was Animal Crossing. Yep. All right. So if you want to provide feedback for the show, we love your feedback. Your feedback makes us happy. Can I generate new free enterprise seeds? No. Uh, There's no offline of that yet. It's coming. Uh, All right. If you want to provide feedback, there's a whole bunch of different ways. Um, you can go to the website, uh, rpgamer.com, find the latest podcast thread, slap your reply down right there. Um, you can email us, podcast at rpgamer.com. You can. Don't email us if you want to sell widgets. Email us if you want to buy a horse, though. Don't email us if you want to put sponsored articles on the website. We don't do that. Go away. Mm-hmm. You can call or text us. 608-729-4098. 608-729-4098. And in case you're listening at super strong speeds, 608-729-4098. We haven't gotten texts in a while. Why doesn't no one love us? Text us. And we haven't gotten voicemails either. Nobody I wants know, to talk to us. No. If put you... A, yeah. Want to join us yeah. live every week? Yeah. We record uh, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Do we now? Yep. And since we're quarantined, or since we're, you know, staying at home, uh, uh, you should be able to come. Because Sam, even Sam came. Hi, Sam. I know, right? Yep. Sam, ne- like, Sam never gets a Saturday off. Remember, all the 30-year-old white guys are starting podcasts now, so they're all going to be recording <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> It was a warning going around Twitter that's like, I know it's very tempting if you're a 20-some-year-old guy to start a white guy to start a podcast, but don't. Just don't. And I'm like, I mean, what if I started it 10 years ago? <laughs> There's right. a bunch of 30-year-old women. Mm. <sighs> that's at least a little better. That market isn't quite as saturated. Yeah, no, that's kind of the whole point. Like, there's so many of that. So let's get some <laughs> diversity. All right. New game releases this week. Uh, f- lots of things to talk about. So Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3 is hitting PC. Um, Deep Sky Derelicts lands on the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Switch. Element Space is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Iron Danger lands on PC. We really liked that one last year, Chris. It's the one where you have to like uh, do all the specific things, and you can like rewind a little bit. We we like the demo. We yeah. have not tried playing a full game of it. Right. To see how it holds up. Um, I probably wouldn't have patience for the full game, but I can see a lot of people loving the crap out of this game. Maybe. Um, RFL launches on PC, iOS, Android, Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. Grand Guilds launches on PC and Switch. Children of Zodiac. Sweet! I'm excited for this. It's finally coming to the Switch and also the Xbox One. And the Sin Slayers Enhanced Edition comes to the Switch. Also, two games that are RPG adjacent that I want to talk about. It'll Do 2 Plus is finally back on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to support a certain publisher and we're waiting for this, now's the time to pull the trigger. Is It'll Do 1 on the Switch already? Yes, and okay. it's also published by Ludosity and not the other people. Okay. Um... 
And also Vampire, the Masquerade Coteries of New York is landing on Switch. This is a visual novel set in the Vampire the Masquerade universe and is kind of a prequel to Vampire the Masquerade 2. It's kind of like Vampire the Masquerade 1.5. Okay. So, yeah, thought that was interesting. All right. Uh, thanks, Sam. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Keeping Alex. Entertained. Woo. Thanks, Bye. Alex. He said something. I think. Oh, okay. He said bye. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Peter Jr. He's been oh, really he's not quiet. here anymore. But oh. <laughs> like, he's been so quiet. No. Um, thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Anna Marie Perveteer, and uh, thanks for all the staff at RP Gamer. We love that you guys tune into the show every week. Enjoy the site, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Don't go stir crazy, okay? I'm going back to my island quarantine. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Must research. Thank you.